I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. air conditioner so you may hear some noise in the background probably most of it's over so <laughs> oh gosh okay what a day what a day oh my gosh they had to get a, tr a crane to bring it up to the roof which they weren't expecting to do so that was another last minute moment <laughs> It'll but here i am it, you know when you sleep in 72 degree air <laughs> 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 Fortunately, it's been cool. Your mom's probably told you, right? Yeah. I don't know if yeah, you've spoken. Did. Unusually cool, but here we are. So tonight, we hopefully will have air. She she misses um, most of the the mornings when it's really cold. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she doesn't get up until late, so half ah. the time she misses like the cold snap. But yeah, that's um, that's that's retired life for you. <laughs> yes, it is. You can sleep in when it's cold. Yes. So I'm still fixing. Do I look good? Do I look okay for our yep. show? <laughs> you look fine. We've got uh, Dr. Linda Spann joining us from the Lesbian Couples Institute out of um, yeah. Colorado. So we're going to let her in because we want to get started. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Dr. Spann. Well, I'm well now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We're so excited that you could that you could join us um, for this. We've we've been talking about it now for a couple of shows because we got a ton of questions. We've got we've got a ton of questions. I, I might have an answer or two. <laughs> Maybe we have a lot of questions, no answers. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I don't Jay, do you even remember what spawned us down this road? Like all of a sudden we were like, how do, how, how do people meet now? I think it was maybe pandemic driven. We were saying, oh yeah. How do people meet now? And like, how are they actually dating? And what's it like when you're over 50 and maybe you're not technology savvy and you're not swiping right and swiping left. And like, what, what's going on? It, it, you know, I feel like a little bit out of it. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're both, I'm in a relationship, she's in a relationship, but you know, we know a lot of viewers may or may not be. So we yeah. really want to cover the gamut here about like, like, uh, you know, how, how things are going for us over fifties. I mean, we even have questions about, you know, ones that are in relationships, like even like long-term relationships and, yeah. and uh, but, but yeah, we were, I guess, because Valentine's day is coming up and, you know, Everybody handles that different. I was telling Jay, mm -hmm. my wife and I don't make a big fuss over anything, anniversaries or Valentine's. We just yeah. make each other, we make each other a card with colored, with crayons. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, pretty much it. But, um, you know, we're like, we're like OG, OG relationship people. Like, you know, been, been going at this now for 12, 13 years. We're, 
were settled in. You got it out. Well, you even did the long distance thing, the LDR first, uh, and then, yeah. which people don't always survive. And no. then you're, you, you were in another country thing. You guys both moved to another country. You've really gone through a lot of changes, yeah. uh, I think, yeah. for one, you know, for a couple to go through and have survived it all. So that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, it, you know, back when we were doing the long distance thing, it wasn't as easy. You know, we weren't mm -hmm. like Skyping. And I mean, this was like 2008, you know, 2009. So we weren't Skyping and texting because we couldn't do that. She was in Australia. I was in Florida. Wow. You know, it was it was hard. It was a lot of emails and buying those little phone cards, international yeah. phone cards, you know, <laughs> the, the time difference was in, insane you know like you know her late night was my early morning and it it was yeah it was it was not easy so yeah we did we survived that maybe that maybe maybe that's it now it's just like we're you know that was so brutal you know that we're just thankful that, <laughs> that we, yeah I'm that never we, letting go of you that that was too hard yeah exactly it was uh, you know, but you know, we settled, we settled on London, you know, and uh, I think, you know, a lot of people always say to me, don't you miss Florida? Don't you miss Florida? Does she miss Australia? And I think, yeah, yeah, we do, you know, but, you know, for the longest time, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't see where, where we're at now, you know, we you couldn't yeah. see the forest through, through the trees or whatever. So, mm -hmm. so now mm -hmm. we, we, you know, we, we get to be together every day. We've got the house together. We've, you know, got established lives here now and, you know, we can look back at all that and say, yeah, it was hard, but you know, we, we did it. So yeah, you know, that, yeah. yeah I think it's just gratitude. <laughs> We're just, it's just gratitude <laughs> at this point. Oh, I have a lot of friends who are in this situation where they are now looking to date and they're in their fifties, some, some of them late fifties, and they're finding it really hard to meet people. Because like I was saying the other day, if I were in school, like it's easy to meet people when you're younger because you have more social circles for some reason. But when you settle into life and you're working and you have a routine and some people might've had kids, you know, by the time you're in your fifties, you have kids and maybe, you know, maybe grandchildren. I don't know, depending on how young you mm -hmm. had children. And it's just more difficult. It's more complicated, I think, uh, to meet people who have common interests. The way things are now over the last couple of years, like there's so few festivals and events. Yes. You know, it used to mm -hmm. be like networking events were so fun and festivals were fun. And you know, now it's just there, there's just um, you know, I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there, but it's kind of put a two two-year dent, you know, like <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dating life has been on hiatus for sure for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's starting to open up, but you know, who knows? Um, yeah. Cause everybody's <clears throat> handling it different. It's like your own personal safety has become your own, you know, your, you know, it's not, I don't know, like, I don't even look at the CDC or who, or, you know, what federal state local guidelines or anything are anymore. It's just about my own personal safety. And I'm not, ready to be in a crowd yet you know right and, yeah, and so they're, yeah they're coming back um i don't know that a lot of people are on that page yet so it is mm -hmm. you know i know i know that we will get there i just it's everybody's at a different 
place. We're all not at the same starting line. You know, <laughs> some people are back a little bit. Some people are way ahead. So yeah, yeah it's got to be quite challenging. I'm sure you hear it a lot. Yeah, I think there are immense challenges right now. And, and I think there is a little bit of a, uh, the, the pot of gold at the end of the, the rainstorm, I will call it a rainbow, yeah. um, be, because people are getting out more. Um, so you, Jay, you raised a, an interesting question, which is, you know, at the stage of life, we're bringing all of our history forward. Um, mm -hmm. We can call it baggage. Um, and some of it's baggage and some of it's just, you know, we're, we have our individual quirks that have been a little bit more set in than say when we were in our twenties. Um, so, so one aspect of dating is who am I and what do I want to put out there and what am I looking for and how the hell do I go about it? Mm -hmm. And then there's the, the, the social aspect or the, the sociocultural aspect of, we're in a pandemic still and um, I don't, you know, I don't want to go to a meetup that's in a restaurant because that doesn't feel safe. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, I think there's two, two, two aspects, the, the how and then the what about me? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's um, it's a little strange, too, because there's such a um, I you know, I hate to use it. The, there's such a political divide in vaccinated and unvaccinated, you know, that affects your way of thinking. And it might not yeah. even be, you know, something that's like right there on your brain, but it's, it's back there, you know, and it's swirling yeah. around and, you know, you don't even know if you'll offend somebody. If you ask the question, you know, are you vaccinated or are you not? You know, that's true. You know? that actually yeah. true. So, yeah. There was um, a shaming around that right so. <laughs> right, right although uh, it would be interesting to know the statistics around this my my guess is that lesbians and queer folks are probably more in the the political liberal camp that's like yep, let's get vaccinated right. for heaven's right. sake so right. um i think it might be that might be a little more challenging for for um women that are looking for different sex relationships true um, true but, but that's just Indeed. a guess. Yeah, that's I would probably coming that, out of my own bias. Do you feel like events nowadays? You know, they they are being a little bit more meticulous. Like with events, they'll say vaccinated only. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. So I would feel you know a little bit more comfortable, you know, attending something like that. But again, it's still that weird feeling like of being around people that are getting too close. Or I got to yeah. fly in a, in a, in less than two weeks, and I'm a nervous wreck I have not been around that many people in so long I'm like yeah I, I just yeah so you know I really do feel for people that you know went through this single you yes. know like and I mean that isolation had to have been horrible yeah you know? I met my girl Danny um before right before the pandemic so it was a little interesting because we met about about six, not even six months, about four months before the pandemic. And then we're quarantining pretty much together. So <laughs> it's like, we almost got this false like view of who we were. We both come from very close Italian families. So we have the both families that want our time. And that wasn't a thing for us before mm -hmm. because we were just the two of us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had to navigate through that. And 
also she's got her friends and I have my friends and friends weren't an issue. I'm a musician and I play at night, different places, and that wasn't an issue. All mm -hmm. the things that kind of were a problem, some some of things were problems for me in my previous relationships weren't there in the beginning because it was just us. Another thing I think, aside from, from the pandemic, that's a problem for gay women is that there's not too many lesbian bars around. Yeah. So it's very hard to say, I'm gonna go to the club and meet someone. Yeah. where other people you know even there's most of the gay bars are men um, yeah. uh, gay men's bars so yeah that's that's always yeah, been yeah. We're, we're fortunate in denver one of the few remaining lesbian bars is here and there there's this really cool event the first friday of every month there's this big venue that has you know a lesbian night um and and it's a lot of fun but you know, I, I've read the news too of how many have just shut down. Yeah, um, and and meet, you know yeah. meetups for a while. You know, getting getting on the meetup side and finding a group of you know lesbians going on hikes or walking their dogs or those sorts of things were available, and now it's it's a little bit scary to do that. Yeah, we mm -hmm. had um, we had Andrea Myerson on the show, and she coordinates those those kind of big excursion you know, uh -huh. kind of things and uh, a couple of other people, especially um, like charity things, you know, fundraising yeah. events and stuff like that. And, you know, the way that companies have had to adapt, you know, to moving things online and, you know, in a way that's great because they were able to, you know, turn on a dime and figure out a way to yeah. keep people together and whatnot. But if you're that person at some point in this, you're probably really sick of, <laughs> of, you know, being on your laptop and talking, you know, <laughs> to people, uh, you know, complete strangers or whatever, and, and still being a part of these events and whatnot, because that's, you know, been the only way to socialize for, for yeah. the longest time, if you're on your own. And, um, you know, maybe it's good because, yeah, I do remember, you know, when Jem and I, we're doing the long distance thing. All you can do is talk. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you can, you can flip that. I mean, we, we can focus on the negative aspect of it and the yeah. hassle and, and all of that, but there, there is a positive aspect and that is, you know, in that first stage of falling in love, when you're together, the, the, you know, that, that all the love hormones take over and hijack our, our sensible brains. And so a lot of times we dive into, to more of that physical expression. And when, when there's a barrier to that, you have to meet online or through, through emails, Phones you really have an opportunity to build that, that friendship foundation with, with, without all, being all hopped up on love hormones mm -hmm. uh, in, in person, right? That's and true. so yeah, th there's really a true. beautiful aspect to that. It, it requires some self-talk though, like, okay, I can do this. And yeah, maybe I'm not all that tech savvy, but it's not that hard to figure out how to right. either get on an, how to get on an app and then meet somebody virtually like on Zoom or mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of the apps have their own platform for, for security. Um, so there's a little bit of mental gymnastics of we, we can cheer ourselves on and this is the climate. Do I want a date or not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? And right. if I want to, 
okay, then th these are the, this is the current way to do it. These are the rules right now. Yeah. I'm going to have your head around it. It isn't that in. hard. Right. Right. Yeah, you do. Have and to then focus in. on, oh, maybe there's even an advantage to this because I can be myself. I can get to know someone with, without all that other stuff uh, cloud, clouding the, the, the reasonable vision. Yeah. I mean, and, and end up knowing someone much more deeply before, you know, before jumping into the U-Haul. Um, <laughs> right? Or the sack, or the sack, just saying. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's true. That's what I mean. I think that, you know, they're on the flip side to all that you're, you're probably getting to know somebody on a, on a deeper level, you know, before, like I said, like That's jumping true. in the bed with someone or yeah. jumping in the U-Haul, like you said, you, you don't really have a choice in the matter. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to take, you, you don't really have a, you can't go any faster. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, there's like a, there's a deadly virus out there. There make that place, or you pull back a little bit and play it cool. But I do think that was that was part of the reason why, um, you know, I like when when we finally were able to to get married and um, and make this this choice to you know move to to London and, and start here. Um, there were no surprises or. Um, mm -hmm. You know, right things, things that came uh -huh. up that oh you never told me about that yeah we did the we did we did the long distance yeah. thing for almost three mm -hmm. years There's nothing I haven't told you at this point <laughs> I have an open book and you know yeah. that's all we did was talk whether it was on AOL buddy video chatting <laughs> or you're you dating know, yourself now yeah yeah exactly it's so right. crazy to think how difficult it was oh my god and um you know, it, it that was a it was a a different foundation um, than I had with any of my other relationships. You know, uh, yeah. any any of them. You know, they were all, you know, first gear, second gear, fifth. <laughs> that was how they always were. So, and you just, gave them the McDonald's voucher for the way home. <laughs> <laughs> was, so they didn't yeah. stay too long the next day. Yep. No, there'll be no That's making funny. of breakfast. Get your clothes. Here's a voucher for McMuffin. <laughs> nice knowing you. Yeah, things were really different. <laughs> I love that. I just yeah. love that. <laughs> that was nice. That was a nice one night stand. Yes, you were um, a nice one night stand. <laughs> but, you know, I think that really made made a difference and uh it's hard to sell somebody on that though you know that's that's not used to it yeah. you know to to uh to make them understand that you know it's it's like building the house like if you've got a good foundation you know your your house will withstand you know pretty much anything exactly you don't have yeah. a good foundation it's it's not going to work and that was probably like the biggest lesson i learned from that aside from patience you know, <laughs> there's nothing you can do when you're in a long distance relationship. Like you got to have patience. Like the next time we're going to see each other is, oh, six months, you know, like, oh man. So yeah, it was, it was tough. It was really tough. And, you know, I, think I would say, uh, oh, I don't want to interrupt you. I had okay. another thought. Um, it, sort, sort of along with this, I think, you know, for, for, women in their 50s, they've probably been in previous relationships. It's also an opportunity to do some of that self-reflection that I think can make the next relationship better. And that is to just 
take some of the time that you have to to really dig into all right you know my relationship ended what was my part in that how do i want to show up differently in this next relationship and 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 just use that time to do some of that self work so that when you do end up in the presence of a you know someone that you on a first date and and what's the goal of the first date is to have a second date usually when, <laughs> yeah, when you right. finally get there yeah. that you that you've done a bit of that self-work so that you're showing up you know from from that space of being in your highest self recognizing the shit that you did in the past that didn't serve your relationship yeah. yep. and at the moving into a positive mindset of how am I going to do it differently so that I can have what I want and attract right. the, the person that I that I want to be with right do you find yeah. do you find that people are open to that idea or or are we a little bit um a little bit more stuck in our ways and our I think we're totally blind to those ideas and that you know in general and and I put myself in that that same category too right we we just barrel ahead like sometimes there's that desperation of I can't I don't want to be alone I can't be alone I'm you know I yeah I don't want to die alone and, and from that desperateness then the blinders stay really stuck and um that's when we end up settling for for less than than optimal. Right, right. So well, I think I, I do think it's a challenge, and that that's my challenge to you, listener, yeah, and and to yeah. all three of us too. Right. Let's let's really do our our own work so that we can show up as our most genuine, authentic self, yeah. and then we attract people that like us and that we like because we're yeah. not we're we yeah. Don't have there a is a lot of. Um, First of all, I, th- I feel like there's such a negative connotation around the word baggage. You know, there's it, it's not really it's 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 experience. It's like it's, it's history. Past. It's yeah, history. It's our past, and it's you have to have good, that, right? Yeah, some good, right. some bad. But at this age, it's there. You know, you've had you know at, good relationships, bad relationships. Twelve, it's there. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no way around it. That's right. true. Yeah, but However, I, I, I think there's it. Just sounds like so awful when you say someone's got a lot of baggage what does that mean like I mean what, right. they're over 50 of course they're gonna have baggage <laughs> whatever you know whatever yeah. however you want to put it but yeah I think that's the the first thing is that you you have to understand that if you're looking for someone in your age range you know like that's the same age as you you know you're it, it's gonna they be have their the same for them you know the same yeah. the same for them so yeah I think there's a way of looking at it as it's just um life you know it's that's just, a great point that's really very true it's very yeah. you're not going to find someone in their 50s that doesn't have an ex or something uh, in their past yeah you know? we, we, and, if and they didn't don't don't date them i mean yeah. you don't want right. that's true you yeah, want like somebody you that, if yeah. they were just However, like locked in a basement I, somewhere <laughs> Yeah, they've been locked away somewhere in a in a container. I un, I, however, made the unfortunate colossal mistake when I started dating this last time around because I spent like almost two years completely brokenhearted hmm. from the previous relationship. And it was the first time in my life I had ever been the one that was left 
<clears throat> and I should, I don't mean to say it that way. My, my marriage broke up for other reasons and, you know, but it was just like, there was no getting back at that point. And I was just crushed for so long. And I waited a long time to get out there. And then as soon as I got out there and getting by, what I mean by getting out there was getting on a, on match, you know, which is like not always yeah. the best thing, but the only way I, you know, I could think of at the time, uh, I, uh, I would always talk about my ex on the date. And like, you can't, you should, that was like, isn't that number one, <laughs> 101 mistake? That's Looking a turn back, on. <laughs> I, I, how did I ever get a second? I really didn't always get a second date because it was like, who wants to hear that? But, you know, I only can realize that now looking back. Yeah, and, and, and good for you that you can, you can see that. I, yeah, that you have to do the work, like you said, like you have to work through that because you can't bring that into the next the next relationship. That's true. And we all bring it in a little bit, but but um, to to that that often is a turnoff for for first dates, right? Mm -hmm. is, is to be dwelling in the pain, your own pain of the past. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's so tough. yeah, to do the work ahead of time can be helpful. Um, the, the thing about, I, I instead of baggage, I, I call it roots. We all have roots. We have our family okay. roots, our yeah. sociocultural roots. We, right, and, and part of what can be really fun about a new relationship or preparing for it is to examine what, what are the roots? What has been the download over the years that has, that impacts me, that makes me who I am? And, and then have conversations early on about, well, you know, having good questions and good topics for conversation so that, so that, uh, so that it is very much about positivity and forward and not the X and, and not my woes, but, but conversations around our, my roots, your roots can be super informative yeah. um, and helpful to I don't know. Interesting. And then if you actually do become a couple, then that's really helpful moving forward to know, to know yeah. what are, what are your vulnerabilities and what are the, what are the things, the, the good things from your roots and the things that cause you pain? Um, yeah. What do you suggest couples, uh, how couples handle when you do become a couple, like if both people have children or if one person has children trying to blend or make it work, maybe not blend, but may say they're grown because by fifties, they're probably grown. Yeah, you know, grown yeah. Probably not in the house anymore. And I have some friends that have that problem where they have children and they have to juggle and try to just make it work for yeah. holidays and events, family yeah. events. And, and it can be super challenging to blend. When my, my wife and I started seeing each other I think we're coming up on our 17th anniversary next month. Wow. Um, and she, she had two teenage daughters at the time. And so it, you know, it required conversations for her to have with the kids. Um, not where she was doing the lecturing, but, but where she was sharing some information, but then getting them to talk about what's this like for you that now I'm dating a woman and I've, you know, I was married to your father and had a, uh, you know, other relationships with men and, and really being, moving into the curiosity of 
let 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 me hear from the kids what what this is like for them and yeah. instead of trying to impose something just open up the conversation is one thing uh, another thing that i think is important is for the the um the non-biological parent the new partner to really approach it not in a, not in a way of oh now suddenly i'm a parent right. but um i'm i'm here as as someone that cares about your mom and I want to know you, you mm -hmm. know, coming from the spirit of, I, I just want to get to know you. Yes. I'm not, I'm not going to replace any of your parents. I'm not here to become a, you know, stern or, um, you know, dish out any, any consequences or punishments for little kids and really not take an, that, that kind of a parental tone mm -hmm. at least for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be really tough. I fine line. Yeah. Kind of glad I dodged that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's like part of the importance of the show today that we're focusing on women in their fifties because uh, the younger generations don't, are not dealing as young people with what women in their fifties did uh, of the, those generations of even like politically correctness and what it was like to you know coming out was so much harder yes for women in their 50s than it would be for people in their 20s and even 30s yeah. now so you know I think that that also like the younger people don't understand what it was like right. to be coming out and or, or not coming out because of the way the world was right right yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the heteronormative culture was. I mean, it, you remember, and one of the things I would say to to a, a lesbian in her fifties or sixties or seventies that lived that was a young person during during that era is that things are different now, and to to kind of calm down that part that's so afraid that that probably experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, the the bigotry and homophobia as as a younger person and and you know kind of reassure yourself all right I, I have much more freedom to to be me out loud mm -hmm. than I did when I was in my teens and 20s right um, and you know find somebody in your network that's a little bit younger that has that self-confidence and, and have some conversations with that person. That's a great idea. I, I was in a relationship once where um, the girl I was dating was extremely um, jealous of my friendship with my ex-husband because he was, you know, like a brother. Like I went over there yeah. on Christmas morning to watch his, uh, you know, he, he had a fiance and they, she had a six-year-old so I would love going over there on Christmas morning watching the kid open the presents and you know have breakfast and whatnot and then we would all meet up at my mother's house <laughs> later on that day and this girl I was with just couldn't wrap her head around it she couldn't she couldn't stand it so that didn't last long at all um but Gemma never ever had an issue with Chuck she always adored him you mm -hmm. know and and she was you know so supportive of of my relationship with him and she knew that you know there was you know, he was with somebody else. I was with her. There was nothing, you know, she never went looking for things to be upset about, especially because there was nothing there. So I, I got really, really fortunate, you know, and that was, that was part of why I knew this is the right one because she's not giving me any shit about my, you know, my friendship with him. The generations a bit younger than us, 
they, they don't struggle quite as much with that. No. So good for them. I mean, that's what we yeah. want is we want to leave a legacy for the, oh, for yeah. the people coming behind yeah. us. That, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> more pleasant. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. That is, it, that's, uh, that's some of the things that you think, um, uh, you know, we, we, we did go through, uh, you know, some shit, uh, honestly, like we really, we really did. And, and those before us, you know, not even saying even that more, that we're the one, yeah. right, you know, like they had it 10 times worse. And then there's, so yeah, we, you know, I, I do like the idea of maybe gaining some insights, you know, from, from younger, especially if you're single, like to talk to them about apps and proper terms. And, you know, yeah. the last thing you want to do is offend somebody. And I don't, you know, everybody's getting used to this you know, gender fluid, non-binary, this, that, the, the other thing, and all these pronouns and whatnot. It's just something that, it's not that we don't like it. We're just not used to it, you know? So to, yeah. to hang with somebody that is so versed in those terms, you know, that it's so normal for them, yeah. you know, it really, yeah, it's like, it's like free school. You know, that, I like that idea. It, that's, that's amazing. This is the thing. This is why we wanted to have you on because these are all great, great tips. And, you know, really quick, because now we're down to like a minute. Um, I just want to say, I feel like people don't put pressure on yourselves over Valentine's Day. You know, people put a lot of pressure on themselves and and we want them to, uh, you know, to, to have fun with it, if anything, yeah. like not, not yeah. for to, to be so yeah. stressful. So right, know, right. get your crayons out. <laughs> get your crayons out. So what we want to do is, you know, maybe we didn't get a whole lot of questions um, just yet but you know we we really want people to engage and send us some some very pointed questions so we can get do a little q a with you but we want to have you back uh after valentine's day so we can hear we can hear the ups and downs of people's uh, how they handled it and uh, have another conversation with you i would love it Uh, we'd love to have you back yes yeah this has been uh this has been so fun and we we thank you so much for your time and uh, and your efforts and what you're doing and um, we'll encourage people to go to uh, is it lesbian couples institute dot com yeah perfect yeah well, that's great well thank you very much uh, thank you I had a blast thank you bye guys bye it's like never stop chasing your dreams. Uh-huh. There, see? See? <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey.